Blog Talk Radio. Now, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Now, um, 
I won't talk about my vicinity of location, but I did not get my vaccination in the same area that I'm registered. Or let's say that I have a driver's license in. Okay. okay. So therefore, I don't qualify for the rewards. Because you have to be a resident of that particular state. But when they stuck me in my arm, based on the credentials I had at the time, being a, uh, what do they call it, not a first responder, but a uh, necessary. Oh, essential. Essential employee Mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, what I represented at the time. You know, I can go anywhere with my credentials, which I did. So I didn't get shot where where that was uh, done. So therefore, I don't qualify for that. And here's another thing, and I'm going to keep this real quick. Ohio was one of the first places that came out with it. Now, Ohio gave out two awards already, two rewards already. Mm-hmm. One was a young kid that got a scholarship anywhere in Ohio. He's talking about going to Ohio State and another place in Ohio. And he's a young boy, like, mm-hmm. you know, not even, not even out of high school yet. And another person was a... a, a Another girl to want something else. Now, when the governor was out there giving them the, the reward, he was at their house. Now, they're in a neighborhood standing outside a $500,000 house. Now, we, now you know Ohio has Akron and all these places that are dirty, dirty poor. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Not in a bad way, but they're just very strapped for, mm-hmm. you know, the whole Ohio, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Beltline is yeah. up in the area. But the two people that just happened to win this first offering of this award was living in a ritzy neighborhood. And the governor's up there smiling and cheesing, and, yeah, these are the two winners. This one over here won it. And these are well-to-do white folks. So I'm saying, now, wait a minute. Yeah. How the hell did the winner come that quick, be that affluent, that fast? I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like I said, and go back to what I said in the beginning. When something is done too quick, you don't get a chance to get all the kinks out. And it could be rigged. And that and that Ohio Republican governor, he's you know, he's a Trump loving fool, first of all. So he damn sure ain't gonna give it to no black neighborhood, okay? I mean if you wanna get deep about it. But anyway, like I said, I'm just not for it because I don't think it's been thought out and I'm gonna leave it at that, but uh, I pass it to you, Reverend. I feel like, and I'm not speaking for myself, I'm speaking in general, for the people who were responsible (laughs) enough to react when they were first eligible to be vaccinated, Mm -hmm. what are we getting? You know, we jumped when they said jump. Mm -hmm. When they said vaccines available, sign up register and as soon as your age group or your group whatever group 1b all that stuff Mm -hmm. as soon as you can get your vaccination please go and get it and you waited we're trying to get this herd immunity and we had to stay on the computer get on the phone Mm -hmm. we went through all kind of stuff for those of us who responded responsibly Mm-hmm. But we're not getting a chance at a million dollars. Now the lazy mofo is going back in. Exactly. The people that drag their feet, yeah, the people that meet were on the fence. I'm just saying, you know, it just seems like if you want to do all of that, then why don't you go back and get all the names of the people who have been vaccinated, throw everybody's name in the barrel. I would have felt better, honestly, if I had known just like the lottery, I had a chance of one in 
ten million mm-hmm. that I might have gotten that million dollar prize. But I knew I didn't even have a shot because I acted responsibly, and I got mine on the first round. So all these other folks, like you said, Johnny come lately, Susie didn't want her, but somebody dragged her, and then people got shamed. People, you know, whatever reason that they took their time, how is it that they're getting to reap all these rewards? And they're actually saying that stuff to get lazy jokers off their ass, basically. Yeah. And, And it's so sad that we have to cater to people. And I, later on, I'm going to talk in my segment about some deep stuff, too, that has to do with uh, how how everybody is, the craziness that's going on these days. But, uh, yeah, you, you got a point there. You got a yeah, point that's, there. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. We, and we got to stop giving lazy people incentives also. I mean, and I mean, that's the I ain't saying no names. You know who your ass is. So I'm not I'm not saying no names. But we got to stop catering to people that ain't getting off their ass and doing this what they're supposed to do for the door and saying, oh, oh, and we do it with our children, our grandchildren, and everything else. And, you know, and we do it, sometimes we do it in the name of love and the name of spoiling and all that jazz. But, you know, we got to stop this whole over-the-top situation, especially that Ohio thing. We got a million dollars. A million dollars. If you're not used to getting a million dollars, that million dollars can kill you. Mm, you want yeah. a million dollars, you'd be dead in two weeks. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that money could kill you. Where's that guy that want a million? Oh, man, that motherfucker. All right, well. Yeah, you, yeah. That, that was what was on our mind for tonight. So All right. we're going to go ahead and kick it into uh, high gear. All right. Well, kettle to uh, kettle, what's, what's down. What we got going on tonight? Oh, we got a lot. We got a lot. All right. That's All right. tip of the iceberg right there. All right. What's going on tonight? Uh, hot topics. Desperate for workers. The U.S. restaurants and stores raise pay. Finally. Also, mm-hmm. National Registry for Officers uh, Who Committed Misconduct. And Texas to allow unlicensed carrier of handguns. Oh, boy. Hey, tripping. Uh, hit any quitter headlines. Howard U names College of Fine Arts after Chadwick Boseman. Also, Amazon to acquire MGM Studios for $8.5 billion. I said billion with the B. Mm. Um, Walmart applauded uh, by racist slur email from its web service. Also, um, my cocktail of the week is the Forbidden Sour. What's popping with Papa Didi? I'm quite sure he got a lot for us tonight. Of course, we have to white, lighten it up with the weird news. Cheese photo leads to arrest of big cheese drug dealers. Okay. Hundreds in California line up for blooming corpse flower. Interesting. And Las Vegas officials hold pop-up vaccine clinic at strip club. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, what are you afraid of? Living for the city with Papa Didi. My Hollywood wrap-up, I got quite a bit today. The kiss and listen, the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the hot topics. This is Papa Didi. You're listening to the Pajama Party on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. If you have something to add to the conversation, give us a call right now at 914-803-4306 and press 1 to be entered into the queue. I want to hear from the men. So call me, Papa Didi. Don't let kettle and red wine scare you. Just call and talk to me. I got your back. Number again is 914-803-4306. Or go to apajamaparty.com. I got to get back before they notice I was gone. So call me now. 
All right, welcome back to the Town Party. When you Papa Didi, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. On Squad Dolly. All right, Kettle, what you got going on there? High topics. Let's do it. Okay, let's see. The restaurant industry. Yeah. Um, desperate for workers. The U.S. restaurants and stores raised pay, finally. Yay. I thought it was the, 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 the deal in um, D.C., but apparently not. And not in the restaurant business. Okay, U.S. restaurants and stores are rapidly raising pay in an urgent effort to attract more applicants and keep up with the flood of customers as the pandemic eases. McDonald's, Sheets, and Chipotle are just some of the latest companies to follow Amazon, Walmart, and Costco's in boosting wages, in some cases to $15 an hour or higher. Sounds good. Hmm. Restaurants, bars, hotels, and stores remain the lowest-paying industries. Okay, don't go there. And many of their workers ran the risk of contracting the COVID-19 on the job over the past year. Still, the pay increases um, could um, contribute to higher inflation if companies raise prices to cover the additional labor costs. And uh, states and cities are easing business restrictions. Um, they lifted some restrictions um, today in this area as COVID-19 deaths and cases plummet. And in places like Florida, Nevada, and Texas, restaurant traffic is above or near pre-pandemic levels. Many companies say they are struggling to find workers. Um, McDonald's on Thursday said it will raise pay for workers in its 650-company-owned stores to an average of $15 an hour by 2024. You gotta wait another three years. Hey man, so. by twenty twenty four. So you you gonna come Damn. in on entry level. So entry level employees will make Damn. eleven dollars an hour. So over a three year period, you're gonna get raises up until fifteen dollars. Well, eleven is still more than what it was, right. but they're not gonna get to that fifteen for until. another three years, right? The company is urging yeah. fourteen thousand franchise restaurants to make the same changes. Really? Yeah. See, I noticed you said company owned. Right. So the ones that are owned by franchise people, they are they they can do whatever they want. Right. Um, Amazon said it will pay new hires seventeen dollars an hour, as it seeks to add seventy five thousand new new workers. The online job set is offering a hundred dollar bonus for new hires who have been vaccinated. Okay, here we go again. Yeah, another incentive. Uh huh. Worries about higher inflation have dominated financial markets after consumer prices jumped 4.2% in April compared with the year earlier, the biggest gain in 13 years. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. You know, a lot of times when companies give bonuses like that, mm-hmm. what what they may not disclose is that, or if you imply they might tell you, but mm-hmm. you usually have to be there for at least maybe three months. Mm-hmm. Sometimes longer. The 90-day period. The, yeah, the probationary. The probationary period, uh-huh. right. So don't think you're going to get hired and two or three weeks later you're going to get that incentive. But money. then, too, they might do it over time. That's how these uh, cell phone companies get you. Oh, you pay up to $650, but they spread it over Oh, yeah, time. you're right. Right, so you might get 25 here this year, 25 next year. So it was like you put an extra ten in your check every other week. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Until you get that. Money. So you have you do really have to read that fine print, you know. Yeah, you so, do. But um, but I thought in D.C. it was already the the norm that it was fifteen dollars an hour. I guess it depends on um, if it's Walmart or something like that. But restaurants must be different then. Um, so yeah, I do recall. Didn't you? Did you hear anything on that, Papa Didi? 
I thought there was a whole big thing about the uh, minimum wage in right. in Washington D.C. Right. Yeah, that was going on, but then everybody always shut it down or whatever. I mean, it's just becoming you know the whole thing giving people a break is becoming just so hard anymore with everything. I don't I don't know why everybody is so especially on the Republican level, everybody just says the opposite of what decent people want to do. Yeah. You know, everybody's a, when when I think we should almost kind of like fake them out and kind of act like we're agreeing with them or something just to infiltrate the bullshit or something, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's getting deep. But now they're getting desperate, mm-hmm. like you said. But you still mm-hmm. you still got to wait three years to get to $15. A lot of these young restaurant owners, they, 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 they go to Congress and say, we can't afford $15 an hour. But you can afford to work the dog crap out of out of employees in there, and you don't give them no medical insurance. On top of that, that's what really gets me about all of it. Mm-hmm. They don't have a drop of medical insurance, and then you're gonna complain about paying them. But hell, you ain't gotta supply them with no medical insurance, so you should be happy to pay somebody that's willing to come in there. You ain't gotta pay nothing for if they get a bad tooth or a bad foot mm-hmm. or a bad eye or anything. So it's it's, it's crazy. It's very crazy. Well, so we'll anyway. see what happens. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I hope people get it, get the money. But it's it's interesting to me that a lot of the restaurants. I mean, I've been seeing it week after week on the news. Every time you hear another state or another city is mm-hmm. reopening post COVID and all, mm-hmm. the first thing they're saying is that you know even though we can go to a higher capacity level, mm-hmm. we don't have enough staff. Right, yeah. and they're saying, well, we, you know, we're allowed to go to seventy-five percent, but we can mm-hmm. only handle twenty-five percent mm-hmm. because we just can't. We haven't been able to get enough people. And deep down right. inside, sometimes you don't have no, you don't have no sympathy for their ass because you know just how vicious they could be when it comes to their hiring practices and the things they do no, and what they true. don't offer, and the way they they work people to death. And it's a situation now when it comes to tips. Mm-hmm. They want the people to like all join in at the end of the night and give money to the bus boy and the dishwasher and everybody and the server saying, "Well, damn, mm-hmm. you know, we had a big old pot of six hundred dollars and I walked away with forty five dollars because I had to give it to twenty other people." That's so you're right. not even independent in there because mm-hmm. the owners of the restaurant don't want you to be too fabulous as a uh, server. They mm-hmm. don't want you to be too popular because you don't. They don't want you to make more money than them. When all they paying you is three dollars an hour, but you walking away with three, two, three hundred. Right. You know what I mean? And, and that, they that wonder could happen. why they can't get people to come back up in there and work. Right. People were making when all this unemployment money started going out. Mm-hmm. People were making more in unemployment than they were to go back to those low paying jobs. Yeah. So, so people were like, yeah. "Hey, why should I come in there and work like a slave right. to go home with a pocket change?" Well, that's probably what happened then. A lot of them must have just continued to get unemployment, and that just kind of diminished the job. Mm-hmm. So now they have yeah. to be hired, but. Um, uh, uh, I think answer to our question, um, the Fair Minimum Wage Act of 2016 um, was uh, not really put into place. It says, upon the approval of, a, of an ordinance by the city council designed to increase the city's minimum wage to $15 by 2020. So the minimum wage is 1250 and, um, and this said, is in Washington, D.C. Right. And they were saying by 2020 of July, which was last year, that it sh- is, is supposed to be fifteen dollars an hour. 
and that's mm-hmm. just across the board. But I don't think that's for restaurants, though. Right. It's just it's restaurants just, don't fall in. Right. It's just re- I think it's yeah. retail stores. Yeah, retail oh, and things like retail. that. Yeah. Restaurants retail got a whole other thing because the different yeah. the, the restaurant owners were they're out there bitching saying we can't afford that and all. And if if you work with the people that work with you, right. you can make it. But they don't. I tell you, people just don't want to see people to work for them do better than them. Right. You know, girlfriend come in with some cleavage showing and hips low and all that, and she making mad money as as a number one server, making all the money, mm. and and they gonna get they gonna frown on her to say, damn, look at her making all that money, you know, I'm like wow. So it's, well, it's, it's jealousy and envy is vicious. Yeah. It's a mother. You're right. Yeah. But remember when they had the whole controversy over getting rid of tips, mm-hmm. and there was a whole battle over yeah. saying, well, if we get, I said tips. You said, when they were right, saying right, if they right. abolish tipping um, in restaurants, let right. me put it that way, okay. if they abolish tipping um, and just deal, because the owners were feeling like if we get forced to pay more money per hour, right. then why don't we just get rid of tipping? That's what I'm saying. The whole tipping and, aspect and has been violated. It's become it. now a big old box that everybody puts the money. Oh, yeah, put your tips over there. Yeah. And they yeah, stuff it in the big old box yeah, and they take it off the table. And at yeah. night, they're cutting it up and they're counting a bunch of bunch of people. And you got the little bus boy over there that want his and everybody. It's a it's a mess. Yeah, it is a mess. But even the workers were split on that. The restaurant workers. Some were saying that they thought it was a good idea. Others were saying they hated that idea. Yeah, it's sad. So, it's sad. I don't know. But anyway, we'll see. It's a yeah. deep living, boy. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about this one. Uh, University of Southern California is working on or in the process of testing a national registry to keep track of all of these buckwild police officers who've committed all kind of misconduct. Really? Finally. Now, how long have we all been collectively saying, why isn't there a national registry Too long. so that these cops can't go and kill people and bust heads and then move to another place when they get fired from yep. place A, they go work to place B, right. and they just keep getting away with it? Mm-hmm. Well, now USC is saying they're going to put something together. Mm-hmm. So it's called USC Safe Communities Institute. They're developing this national database of police officers who've been terminated or resigned due to misconduct. Mm-hmm. So I applaud the effort. I hope that they can get this together. This is the first of its kind registry. It's called the Law Enforcement Work Inquiry System, or Lewis Registry, named mm-hmm. after Civil Rights Lewis, Lewis. Uh, John Lewis. Okay. So, yeah, that's what that stands for, Law Enforcement Work Inquiry System, L-E-W-I-S. The Lewis Registry aims to be transparent and accountable to law enforcement, and um, this whole announcement of it coincides with the one-year anniversary of the police killing of George Floyd, Mm -hmm. which happened in Minneapolis on May 25th of last year. So according to NBC News, this registry is going to utilize public records to document officers that have been fired or resigned due to excessive use of force, corruption, domestic violence, sexual assault, harassment, perjury, hate group affiliation, or filing a false report. So they're trying to just get all of the all of the bull that these officers usually just walk away from mm-hmm. and keep track of it in a national database. Wow. 
So, of course, you got the police union and the other organizations for the police who have an issue with this, Mm -hmm. naturally. Mm -hmm. So, you know, nobody wants to have all of their dirt tracked, but I don't think they can do anything really about it. But they are saying that um, the police unions and all are saying that we just want to make sure that, um, well, they're concerned about having abuse of information. Like they don't want somebody to put stuff in the registry that's not accurate, you know, or to make sure like somebody doesn't launch a smear campaign against an officer for their own, you know, personal reasons or whatever. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, you can be concerned. Right. Well, you weren't concerned when some of these officers were smashing heads and killing folks. Where was all your concern then? So, quite frankly, you can take that concern <laughs> anyway. So, so anyway, so the group is uh, calling on Congress to enact a national police misconduct registry for officers fired for misconduct. So, you know, we'll see what happens. If Congress is going to get involved somehow, this Congress, I'm sure they won't. They're going to knock it down. They don't want no national registry because... No. You know, they want to keep bumping heads or knocking heads down or whatever. They, they, they not. Yeah. Wow. But I applaud the effort, USC. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. I, I actually would rather see it stay under a private umbrella mm-hmm. because once you get it, Congress's hands in it, yeah, they it's going to be a hot, screwed up mess. Yeah, they're going to they, they do some shigating. You know exactly. They yeah. They need to just look. Don't even involve Congress. Just do what y'all are doing. Right. Find private funding. Right. I'm sure there's enough organizations mm-hmm. where you can get some grants and mm-hmm. get what you need to keep this thing, to get it going and keep it running. I agree. So come on, USC, University of Southern California. Right. Well, what you do. Well, Papa, get in his. If you guys got any questions or comments, it is up tonight. 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1 and get in the key. You want to join the conversation or you got something else to talk about? What you got over there, Papa? I got, now this is what I was saying earlier about how, you know, it seemed like we should begin to do what they do, you know, mm-hmm. and, and get on a bandwagon. This This story here is a perfect opportunity for people of color to take advantage of this particular situation and get involved in it. This is Texas is allowing unlicensed carriers of uh, handguns. Now, okay, now they're making it law. Okay. So I think that this is a time for people of color to take advantage of it. Don't don't yeah. sit back and watch yeah. and I, when I read the story, I'm going to show you this how easy Texas is making it for somebody to get a gun. So damn it, if you got a clean record, go get one. Everybody else is shit. I mean, if you, I'm talking about people in Jack, I, I ain't moving. I'm not sticking my big toe past D.C. I'm not a southern kind of guy in no way. Anyway, all right, Texas legislation that passed the bill will pass. I mean, they say have passed, but it will pass, but the government decided yet. Passed a bill which allowed most people, to, now most people, operative word, most people to carry concealed handguns without a permit. Okay, now there's a bill that's going to be signed. Current state rules require those uh, carrying handguns to have a license, training, and a background check. But Texas Republican-run Senate has voted to drop the restrictions. Okay? Okay, now all you black folks, come on in on this one. All right? But Texas Republican-run Senate has voted to drop the restrictions despite warnings from gun control groups 
that the measure could put lives at risk, which is damn true. Uh, supporters say the new measure would allow Texans to better defend themselves, okay? Oh, Lord. And everybody, and you know what, too, when they say defend themselves, they're talking against a certain group of people. Because in most cases, a white person can knock on another white person's door at 2 o'clock in the morning in the dark on a country highway, and they'll open the door and help them out if their car broke down. Mm -hmm. A black person knock on their door at 2 o'clock in the morning, they're going to shoot through the damn door. Anyway. Supporters say that the new measure, like I said, would allow Texans to better defend themselves. The bill has been sent to Governor Greg Abbott, but it's Republican jerk off, so, oh, who has said he said he will sign it into law immediately. All right, Texas has some of the loosest gun laws in the United States and already allows rifles to be carried in public view without a license, which means you can put on the back of your gun rack and your F-150. Isn't that crazy? So when you go through Texas, you see somebody with a gun. On the back of their F-150. Nah, just don't don't get excited because they don't care. Yeah. The new measure would also allow um, will allow each 21 or older to carry a handgun unless they have past criminal conviction or legal restrictions on them at the time. Supporters to the new rule, often known as the uh, was the constitutionary carry. They say that uh, they would allow Texans to better defend themselves in public and abolish unnecessary limits of the uh, constitutional rights to bear arms, all right? So in all actuality, you know, like I said, you, you have to get in while the getting's good. Hmm. You could be a decent, law-abiding citizen with a good record. If you feel that you need a gun to protect your family, now's the time to get one. Mm-hmm. All these loose laws, and you ain't got to celebrate it, walk around like they do, blazing it in public, nah. Keep it on the low. It's a gun, for God's sake, you know. He lived by the gun, dies by the gun. Don't forget that damn theory. So, but like I said, and, mostly, and I'll talk about it later, like I said in my segment, it's time that the emulation of people is done or start to be done. We have to start doing what they're doing, not maliciously or copycatically, but smartly, because, you know, they're just doing some crazy stuff on purpose. Mm-hmm. Is what I feel, and I like. I said, I'm, I'm elaborate on this later, but uh, these these white folks—they're not as crazy as you think they are. Mm-hmm. They're just That's trying wild. to, you know. When they say defend themselves, I'm like, well, if everybody's strapped, who are you defending yourself against? This is the wild, wild west, baby. Yeah, I'm just saying. If you got a gun, because he's got a gun, and I've got a gun, and an altercation breaks out. What is it going to be? Who draws first? Whenever white yeah. folks talk about defending yeah. themselves, they're talking against people of color in most cases, believe me. Mm-hmm. That's the underlining dog whistle. Mm-hmm. we got to defend us. we got to defend ourselves. But I, they I, not, I, they I, don't I, shoot I, their own. I mean, I how many with, cops shoot another white person? Well, I agree with you, Papa. I mean, if anybody black to live in Texas, go get a gun. So now it's your perfect opportunity. All the laws have right. been loosened. Yeah, if you don't have a record, right. go get it. Put it and away. It, it would be interesting to see. If they start some, I'm going to say it's some bullshit rhetoric, mm-hmm. if more blacks are starting to buy mm-hmm. guns, mm-hmm. they're going to change it's, the rules. Right, that's what I'm saying. They're going to change the narrative again. Mm-hmm. But check this out. I was just uh, reading on the site. It says National Rifle Association hailed it as the greatest Texas gun rights victory since the Alamo. The Alamo. <laughs> since the Alamo. What the hell is wrong with these damn people? These they people are, are reaching now. They all think a lot of freedom, a lot of time. They are they reaching. Just, they're free. 
Yeah. They've never been restricted with anything Ooh, in their lives. They walk Ooh, around free as ever. So they talk a lot of stuff because they don't mind talking because yeah. there's no, no repercussions. When you can talk crazy and get away with it. Wow, wow, wow. If you guys got any questions or comments or want to join in the conversation, please call us at 914-803-4306. Ooh, press 1. Press 1 to get in the queue. Ooh, press 1 to get in the we're queue. We're going to have to make a beverage run, and we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back on the other side with the Hit It and Quit It headlines on the Pajama Party Show. Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous Pajama Party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date, and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Woo, it's time to hit them and quit them. We All got right, the uh, headlines for you. What first you story is uh, Howard University names a college of fine arts after uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yay! All right, uh, Howard University is uh, renaming its college of fine arts after the late actor Chadwick Boseman, uh, an alumni of the school. Boseman, who graduated from Howard University back in 2000, 21 years ago. Wow. H-U! He is you know. some kind of uh, alumni <laughs> with a bachelor of arts degree, art, art degree uh, in directing. He died in August of uh, colon cancer. In his time at uh, Howard, Bozeman led a student protest against the absorbance of, uh, of college of fine arts in larger colleges at, at uh, arts, of arts and sciences wow. at universities. Said in a statement. So he was when they were closing stuff down and backing off and taking funding and stuff like that. So he was protesting and all that. So the brothers had a heart and, and soul in this profession for a long time. Mm-hmm. So in 2018, the year uh, Bozeman uh, rocketed to international fame as uh, King, uh, what was it, King T. Chala? T'Challa. T'Challa. Mm-hmm. In the uh, Marvel movie uh, Black Panther, the university announced that uh, his performing visual art school would return to its uh, independent status, breaking away from the bullshit and having their own, uh, you know, money, yeah, their own their budget, own and all that jazz. Yeah. So you can go for that specifically. Anyway, Chad fought to preserve the College of uh, Fine Arts during his time at the um, Howard and remained dedicated to the fight throughout his career. And he would be overjoyed by this development, uh, if not for his untimely demise. Um, his time at Howard University helped shape both um, the man and the artist. He became committed to truth, integrity, and the determination of uh, transforming the world through the power of storytelling. The actor often, often spoke on. Universe that uh, Bob Iger, who was the executive chairman of Walt Disney Company, will lead fundraising 
for the endowment named after uh, Chadman and raise money oh. to build a new art facility on the campus. So they're going to just make it all new, big time. Mm-hmm. The new all building right. will also be home of the uh, Kathy Hughes School of uh, Communications Yay. and the University Television and the University's Television and Radio Station, which is WHU-TV and WHUR 97.3 FM. All right. The announcement came uh, weeks after the actress and alumnus Felicia Rashad was named as a dean of the Foreign Arts College. So they're really doing their thing up there in Howard University. Oh, hell to the yeah. Get it, Howard. Between Felicia Rashad running it. Yeah. And uh, how it is the real HU, you know. <laughs> I'll have to have the and university. the university said that Bozeman was uh, trained and mentored by Rashad when he was a student there. Wow. So it all it's all come full, full circle. circle. Yes. Yep. Yes. Sure yes it did. So there you go. You heard it here wow. on the pajama party, uh, that Howard University is kicking ass and taking names and becoming black <laughs> as hell. Hey, yes, yes. Come on, Howard. You, oh, that's right. You know. Yeah. That's nice. How about that? That's All fun. right. Um, Amazon got some more money to spend. Uh-huh. Crazy. Phew. I can't even buy planets now. Man, you might as well say. <laughs> Amazon announced Wednesday it reached a deal to acquire the MGM Studios mm, mm, for wow. $8.45 billion. I said billion with a B. Introducing, uh, also including the debt. MDM is the home to several blockbuster franchises, including James Bond. Ah. The deal, Amazon's mm-hmm. second largest um, uh, item that they acquired, uh, $13.7 billion for Whole Foods deal. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'd almost forgotten about that. Yeah, that's the high. Oh, yeah. So no telling where they're going to go from there. MGM is a logical asset for Amazon to sweep up, given that it's one of the few remaining independent media assets available to purchase. (laughs) Amazon has already built its own movie studio, but the addition of the MGM could strengthen it significantly, increasing the amount of content it would um, own and be able to license to other TV networks or streamers. They make mm-hmm. money. They gonna get that. They gonna get that eight point four five billion back. Yeah, real quick. The Warner Media uh, Discovery deal announced last week has sparked a frenzy among media companies looking to get even bigger to compete. Mm. The news comes one day after D.C. Attorney General Carl Racen filed an antitrust lawsuit against Amazon, really, alleging the e-commerce giant's anti-competitive pricing practices result in higher Cost for consumers and less choice in the online retail market. I heard about that. So I, I guess they trying they trying to say that it's more like a quote unquote monopoly. That um, well, they were saying that Amazon does uh, has some arrangement with the suppliers uh-huh. that say if I supply stuff on their site, but I also have my own website. Uh-huh. Allegedly, then they don't allow me to sell my product for less than what it's being sold on their site. So Amazon is getting getting the money, per se. Yeah, it's like if I want to sell my product for $6 and they're selling it for 7 they want to keep me from selling that for 6 gotcha. Same product, gotcha. even though it's my website. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was part of what that was about. Yeah, I, they did release a statement saying that that wasn't true. And they take a huge percentage too if they sell something of yours on there. Yeah, they do. On on their on their site. But it's but it's a national thing. I mean, 
everybody is just like Google. If you want to look up something, you, you go to Google. Yeah, if you but want you, to buy you lose so much, though. You, you, you go to Amazon. If I'm selling a book for $12 and i got to give them 7 and I'm getting 5 out of deal, even though they have direct access to sell my book, right. they're killing me on the back end. You know, yeah. because I, I have to, if I, now if I, if my book was very popular mm-hmm. and volume was in play, you know, see, most of the time it's about volume. I, I worked at Circuit City years ago and I was so good at selling small products that they thought I was ripping them off because they had all the white boys in, in the television area and in the, in the VCR area and selling uh, video cameras and all. And I was selling Walkmans, but I was good. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. said, "Damn, how you how your numbers just as good as people selling camcorders?" But I, it was in a black community, basically over here, in, you know, in the Jersey area, and, and I was just doing it. Right. But I, I was kicking ass in volume, right. volume okay. versus big money and volume will right. always like like the Avon lady. Right. You know what I mean? She mm-hmm. may sell herself for five dollars for lipstick, but she's got every house on the block. Right. Ding dong, okay. Avon. I guess. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I got one last one for you. Speaking of uh, monopolies, Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. That's where it all goes down. I'm gonna get yeah. on them in a second. Once you finish an article, but you go ahead. Okay. I, I sit, I sit yeah. in the subway and people watch all day there. Oh, Walmart. In the summertime, they wear all kind of shit. Well, Walmart <laughs> had a problem with um, a racial slur got emailed from their web servers. Uh oh. And they said it wasn't them. <laughs> it wasn't me. They were singing Shaggy songs. Well, you said in the corner. It wasn't me. I didn't call nobody N word. It wasn't me. So Walmart is faulting and what they call an external bad actor for a slew of phony accounts that were generating emails that use the company's domain. So it went out from at Walmart dot com that addressed recipients with a racial epitaph. So what happened was what had happened was mm-hmm. they found that the people that were behind the attack had created all these new accounts for people whose emails had not been previously identified by the company as belonging to Walmart customers and it automatically was sending a welcome to Walmart email that replaced the receiver's name with a racial smear. So basically, people got emails that said, "Welcome to Walmart, niggas." What? That's what they got. Are you serious? That's what happened. These emails went out. Now they said the company's Mm -hmm. internal systems were not breached, so that's how they know it came from some external, what they call a bad actor. So they, yeah, that's what they said. That's what they said. They said we discovered that an external bad actor created these false accounts. With uh, obviously mm. with the intent to offend our customers, we were shocked and appalled. Yeah, whatever. You know that's the that's the line. We were shocked and appalled. Yeah. Okay. To see these offensive and unacceptable emails, mm-hmm. we're looking into our sign up process to ensure something like this does not happen again. Mm. And we're also looking into available means to hold these responsible uh, people accountable. That's what a Walmart spokesperson said. Mm-hmm. So, of course, people got on social media and complained about the emails with the racist language, and they mm-hmm. were posting pictures mm-hmm. of the, the welcome that they got. Mm-hmm. It said, welcome to Walmart, Nick. Lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> interesting. But, um, woo! 
Please, yeah. if you got any questions or comments, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. You know, the, the, hack, the hack excuse is always there. It's almost like if you mistakenly send a picture of your Johnson to the wrong person. Oh, man, my shit was hacked, man. It was yeah, hacked. that wasn't me. That, that wasn't me. They hacked my shit, man. Somebody and, could be trying to sabotage Walmart. Who knows? Yeah, well. But I, I do want to be Amazon. Yeah, I, I do want to call yeah, Walmart well, yeah. out. Now, just briefly, Uh-oh. it's a, a theater in South Carolina, mm. and it's called the Echo Theater, and they are, um, it's a black guy that purchased it, but the KKK used to have meetings and everything in this particular theater. Okay. So he is refurbishing the theater and everything, and he wants, you know, folks to come together in his theater. So Walmart gives them, now, this Walmart is worth 400, almost 400 billion B with oh, a yeah, no dollars. No doubt. You're going to give some drop-in-the-bucket shit of $75,000 to these damn people? Are you serious? Really? really? Pocket change. That's like giving 75 cents. Pocket yes. change. I said, come on, Walmart. Y'all, y'all get done better than that. Yeah. But I just want to call Walmart out. So I think they're going to be on the yeah. case. Yes, 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 I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it, folks. Walmart goes on the kiss it list. <laughs> but it's weak. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Oh, boy. We need some uh, refreshments here. So I think so. What you got for us tonight? <laughs> it's time for the cocktail of the week. Week, week. It's called the Forbidden Sour. Ooh. It's a kind of a twist on the whiskey sour. This drink builds on the classic whiskey sour formula with the bourbon, lemon juice, simple syrup, and optional egg white, if that's what you want. But it intensifies the template with Pama, Pama, a unique pomegranate liqueur made from pomegranate juice, vodka, a touch of uh, tequila. Ooh. So this is one ounce of bourbon. Uh that's my choice of drink. I love some bourbon. One ounce of the Pama, pomegranate liqueur. One ounce of lemon juice, freshly squeezed. A half an ounce of simple syrup. Garnish with the orange wheel and garnish with a cherry on top. So we're going to add the bourbon, pomegranate liqueur, <clears throat> excuse me, lemon juice, and simple syrup into a shaker with ice and shake until well chilled. Strain into a rock glass over fresh ice. And garnish with the orange wheel and a cherry. Wow. So that is called the Forbidden Sour. I love it. All right, now. And the cocktail of the week is brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment. And now you know. That sounds delicious. But we'll make sure we get that up over the weekend on the website. If you guys want to get that recipe, try it out. And that was called what again? The forbidden, uh-oh, forbidden sour. Yep, forbidden sour. All right, got it. Like the forbidden fruit. <laughs> All right now. Forbidden sour. Watch it now. Watch yourself. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we're coming back with Papa Didi, who's gonna tell us what's popping on the other side of the break on the Pajama Party Show. What's your opinion? We want to know on the late night adult pajama party. Call us now on nine one four eight zero three. 4306 and tell us if you agree or disagree or if you don't care one way or the other if you've been waiting all week to tell somebody what's on your mind now is your chance dial 914-803-4306 and press 1 to speak with the pajama party live on the air 
To listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen banner on the top right. If you'd like to advertise your business with us, get in touch on www.apajamaparty.com. So call us now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We will get to you as quick as we can. Now, back to the Pajama Party Live. Hey, this is Redwine. Just doing a few promos for the Pajama Party Adult Online Radio Talk Show. You know how we do it. PJs only. No clothes allowed. And I was just trying to get this done. Hey, Redwine. Are you talking about the Pajama Party? Where we talk about hot topics, movie reviews, living for the city, and what's popping with me about TV. I know you guys are doing this spot without me. Show with the Yellow Talk. Did you tell everybody that um, they can reach us at Ava Party dot com or call us live nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six. Check us out on Twitter and don't forget to kiss us. Okay, now's the time for me to sing. Oh, Let's get back to the show. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Bonsoir. All right. All right. Uh, what's popping, huh? What's popping, what, Papa Didi? I, I want, I'm going to talk about this other thing as far as doing what they do. Like Steve Wonder said, uh, do like you. Mm-hmm. Tell me how to do it. Mm-hmm. Red song. Tell me how to do like you. Anyway, in the meantime, let me talk about Wedmans. Uh-oh. You know about Wedmans, the supermarket? Those mofos, okay? Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Not the fact that they high as hell, okay? Well, compared to Walmart, anyway. I mean, we live in such a conglomerate situation as that that most of these corporations, they're competing with each other, and we're the ones getting the brink of everything, you know? Mm-hmm. You got Bezos, he's competing with Walmart, who's competing with, you know, with another company, and, and we getting slapped around because the, the billionaires is smacking each other, and we getting the brink of the, you know, almost like a horse kicking us in the face, and it's a damn shame. Now, I recommend if you go to Walmart, they got a good produce department, and they got a good deli. I wouldn't touch another damn thing there. Okay? First of all, this place is obviously bottom-heavy with black folks, but top-heavy with white folks. When I say top-heavy white folks, when it comes to supervision and walk around telling people what to do, or in my case, checking $50 bills and seeing if they're good, it, it was just an atrocity, uh, an atrocity. Now, you got this big old multi-million dollar supermarket called Wedman's. Yeah, I'm putting y'all ass on blast, okay? I'm in the line, and I'm about to pay for I decided to pay for cash, okay? I think my bill came to about $47.25. Go in my wallet, pull out a $50 bill. Now, I gave it to the young sister. 
I'm talking with the young sister at the time. You know, she's a nice girl, real educated girl, had her shit together, yada, yada, yada. So she she hits a light. She flickers a light, okay? And now this little young white boy who was young enough to be my fucking grandchild, okay? He comes down about five minutes later. Now, in the midst of him coming down, he's shooting the breeze and laughing with everybody for different situations because, you know, Webman's got about, like, 25 registers, and they're all open. They're going to get your money going out of that joker. So he's laughing with different coworkers, other white people, because they got color-coded stuff. He had on a yellow shirt, and the big boss wears the purple shirt, and I think the black people wear the, you know, whatever other color that really is not highlighted at all. But she flicks the light. He finally gets to her register. She hands him my $50 bill. He holds it up to the light next to her, and then hands it back to her. Now, my question is, your only fucking job in here is to hold up the $50 bill to the goddamn light? You could not teach that sister how to do that? Or what to look for? You know, the strip that's inside the money? The show that's authentic? You know, the little black strip that goes down the money? We all know that. But this guy had to come down and do... I mean, do you just not trust our beautiful black sisters? Or you're in a town where it's a black community for white folks running the show? Or, or they're all supervisors. And this is not, and I'm not even going to name the, the, the county. I'm not even going to go there because I'm not trying to pinpoint or identify my own particular location. But I'm just saying that, damn, it's like this all over where you have enough black folks to make a fucking tiger, uh, t- uh, excuse me, you have enough black people to make a Tarzan movie in the store as employees. You know, they're working in, in, in the produce department, in the in the, the, the they're, they're stocking the shelves. They're loading the their refrigerator with milk and all this. But when you got some kind of business dick here, they got to do with money or whatever or customer service behind the scene. It's white folks pop up out of nowhere. Let's go to show that that white-owned corporation hired their own people to oversee the main shit, the real shit, the money shit. And they come a long way because they don't live in the community that the Wegmans is in. Believe me, they get on 495 and they travel for like 45 minutes. But when they get in Wedmans, they're the boss. And the 150 black people who work there are like just peasants, more or less. And and the black people got to call them for everything that needs to be done on a financial level. How come you can't teach the black people to do this? How come they can't, we can't look at a $50 bill up in the light and see the strip to show that it's real or counterfeit? But then after you take my 50, you hand me back fives and ones and tens like I, I shouldn't hold them to the light. I don't trust you no more than you trust me. But you surveillance in the shit out of me because I pulled out a 50 or a 100. But you hand me whatever raggedy ass, torn ass money you hand me back, I got to just put it in my pocket. That's a bunch of BS. So I'm going to leave that alone for that. And I'm going to say, Walmart, I'm going to go to you for produce, and I'm going to go to you for the deli. But other than that, y'all can kiss my ass. Ooh. How about that? I guess they only kiss the list, too. Ooh, Walmart or Wegmans? Wegmans, I meant to say if I said Walmart. I apologize. Okay. Walmart is my people. Wegmans on the list. Wegmans. Well, Wegmans. Walmart's on the list tonight, too. So. <clears throat> 
Wow. But for other reasons. Yeah, weddings was off the chain. Them white folks are running around there like they're just, like we're their slaves. And, and, and they're just wow. white bosses everywhere and black people, intelligent, beautiful black people mm. with no authority. Wow. Kiss my ass with that. Ooh-wee. Kiss my ass. natural <laughs> ass while a doo turd comes out of it. Oh. Ooh. That's oh. serious, Papa. That's serious. All right, well we're gonna we're gonna lighten it up right now. Uh woo, woo. I mean I'm just saying, you know. Oh, that's your line. I'm we're, sorry about that. We're gonna lighten it up. Yeah, that is my line. What, 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 what you got going on over there, uh, Red Wine? Oh, it's time for the weird news. Yes it is. Yeah, we gotta we up. gotta lighten it up. Man, yeah. You got me going on that one. I was yeah. like, whoa. No, I said you can get produce in Delhi. But that's it? That's it. Oh. High as hell. Go get the cereal from uh, Walmart. They do have a nice gluten-free section, oh, but it's high. Go. Here we go. See, black Ooh, folks, y'all always want to no, I just said, but it's really high. Damn. I can't hold a pick a sign without y'all. No, you didn't let me finish my point. You didn't let me finish my point. I'm black and I, I like Excuse me, if I may finish my point. They have a nice variety of gluten-free products, but they're very expensive. And I seldom ever buy any because they're so expensive. I walk over there, I look, I see stuff that I want, and then I walk away because it's too expensive. Okay. So anyway. But I like well, I'm going to go get my wedding. I like to look at it, but. I'm going to go get my wedding and stuff because I'm, I'm like you. You're a radical black man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to stop away. <laughs> you know, they can drop those numbers a little bit, but. Yeah. They just want a lot. Man, the price of... Especially when you're buying products that don't have something in it, you're already paying more to get something Man, that I doesn't can, have I can something. Get a, I can get a, a box of Raisin Bran cereal for about $2.85, which is $4.35 in Wegmans. Mm. Damn, no, no. Anyway, let's go mm. with the show. Right. I'm going to get off that old Wegmans soapbox. Get off that okay. soapbox. Okay. All right, so weird news. Yeah, what you got? Lighten it up. Oh, Lord, yeah. Let me lighten it up. Lighten it up. (laughs) All right. My weird news story is about a cheese photo that leads to an arrest of the big cheese drug dealer. What? Now, this is out of London. Out of Jolly of London, a drug dealer in the English city of Liverpool thought he was the big cheese until the police got all the evidence they needed to arrest him from a picture he shared of himself holding a small block of creamy Stilton cheese. Hmm? This guy's name is Carl Stewart, age 39, was sentenced to 13 years and six months in prison at Liverpool Crown Court last week after he pleaded guilty to conspiracy to supply cocaine, conspiracy to supply heroin, MDMA, whatever drug that is, and ketamine, and transferring criminal property. Dang, he pleaded guilty to everything. If it wasn't for the photo that he shared of himself holding this cheese block from a reputable British retailer, Marks and Spencer, he probably would have still been selling drugs. But he got arrested after he posted this photo on the encrypted messaging service called EncroChat with the handle Toffee Force. Unbeknownst to him, the service had been cracked by the police in Europe. So from that, his palm and fingerprints were analyzed and the police had their man. 
Now, they got him from fingerprints on cheese. Well, a picture curious? of him holding a piece of cheese. I guess they zoomed in and they were able to get his fingerprints. And they said yeah. he was not alone in having his activities brought to a premature end on that same website, in Crochat. Cro uh, there was another, let's see, Merseyside Police said around 60,000 users have now been identified worldwide, with about 10,000 of them in the U.K. alone. So whatever this site is, is where people are doing illegal activities. They said these people are doing things like coordinating the sale and distribution of drugs, weapons, money laundering, and a variety of other criminal activities. What? So he, he pleaded guilty to all his mess. I see. He sounds kind of dumb. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he need to go on a kissing list? I kind of think so. I'm okay. Like, hey. All right. How you get my fingerprints from a picture of me holding a piece of cheese? That's crazy. Anyway. Uh, let me see. I got the next one here. Hundreds in California line up for the blooming corpse flower. Okay. All right, interns. Why the hell I get this shit? <laughs> uh, Alameda, California. Residents of San Francisco Bay Area City flocked to an abandoned gas station to get a whiff of a corpse flower, corpse flower, so-called because of the stench it emits when it blooms after the owner decides to share the rare plant with his neighbor. Solomon LeBay, a nursery owner in Alameda who deals with exceptional rare plants, have been posting on social media about um, his, um, okay, I can't even pronounce this, amorphous titanium, Mm -hmm. uh, when he saw a lot of interest in the giant uh, blooming flower, he decided to um, wheel it Monday to to the abandoned building where a line of people sh stretched down the block for most of the day. I grabbed my wagon, went down to my greenhouse, put it in with the help of a friend, dragged it down here in this abandoned building, and people just started showing up. LeVay relaxed in a camping chair at the old um, Art Deco gas station and patiently answered the same questions again and again. He estimated that by 4 p.m. At, at least 1,200 residents had visited the flower. goes on to say, everyone is commenting to me that the last time they've seen this was in San Francisco, there was a barrier and they had to wait for hours. They weren't allowed to get in near it. He says, I think everyone's tripping out that they can walk up and wiggle it and smell it. So this is something called a corpse flower. But why would you want to smell it? I just don't understand. People, you know, it, it's got to be something in the air. <laughs> These mofos, they just doing some crazy-ass shiggity. But I've here. heard of this, this flower. Really? It is a flower. Yeah, I remember hearing about it. It was one at the National Arboretum. Uh, not oh, that long ago. Okay, people. And they call it a corpse flower because it smells like a rotting corpse. What? Why is why? What is the fascination? I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. Ooh. Why would you want to get close to something and smell it if it smells like that? Folks, stay away from Alameda, California, because they have rotten corpse flowers. So I would just stay away from that. But okay. I don't know. What you got over there, Pop? 
let's see here. This is uh, Las Vegas officials. They held a pop-up vaccination clinic at a strip club. Huh? This is uh, Larry Flint uh, Hustler Club. Larry Flint was the founder of Hustler Magazine. Uh, right. I used to check out back when I was during my Navy days on the water. Uh, Helped uh-oh. me to uh, take the edge off. Anyway. Oh, my. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Larry Prince Hustling Club with a stripping disco ball casting rainbow colors on the wall, but uh, more lights were on than usual. Mm-hmm. Was an un- unconventional site for a walk-in vaccination clinic, but as government officials and health workers tried to address the slow demands for COVID-19 vaccinations in Vegas, they're increasingly turning to create ways to uh, be bring more in, incentive uh, people to show up to get their shots. This so they is, went to the this strip is just club? another way to access our population, says Joanne Raptor. She's the chief nurse of the Southern Nevada Health District. Okay, she monitors the walk-in clinic. It might attract some people who are likely to uh, take the novelty of it, I suppose, she said. The clinic opened for several hours Friday night, administrating shots to about 100 people before the strip club opened up. For its usual business, several workers at the club, some workers at the club, including uh, Hammer, Hammer's a dancer at the Topless Review. Wow. She got her shot at the clinic along with members of the public. Get it, Hammer. Some people who uh, showed up to get shots admitted they were reluctant to get the vaccination shots, uh, but decided to go for it if it meant visiting the strip club. Oh this guy, Roberto Monti, who lives near the club, says that he had been putting off getting his shot and said that he probably would have gotten his shot at a more, uh, you know, decent vert venue, but decided to go to the Hustler Club because it felt familiar. Wow. Okay, nothing says vaccination. Well, he must hang out up there a lot. And then he says nothing says vaccination like a stripper pole. What? Says Monty, Monty's friend, George Shockey, okay. who joined him to get the shot. Some people were a little. Some people were a little disappointed because there were no dancers on the stage during a uh, shot giving time. Oh so. my gosh! They really thought they were going to see all that. So, like we were talking earlier, so this is the incentive as far as a stripper pole. I mean, being yeah, in, in, yeah. in yeah, whatever it takes to get people out. Yeah, it's like you're not going to get a show, a, but you can come in. But to do a million dollar lottery is a whole other, you know. Yeah, it's a whole other. You ain't got it, really. Wow. wow. Well, if okay. guys got any questions or comments what we're talking about, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. Press 1. Press 1 to get in the queue. It's one. the weird news. What can we say? Yeah. If you got any weird news or a conversation you want to talk about. All <laughs> right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're coming back with me. Do, and I'm just saying. Do moi. On the other side of the break. It's Friday night, and you're listening to The Pajama Party Show Live. Tune in every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. We push it to the limit every week like only we can. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, TV and movie reviews, commentary, and the world's famous hip it list. And you don't want to be on the kisses list. So visit apajamaparty.com. Check out the cocktail of the week. Get your glass and get your laugh on with the Pajama Party crew. 
doing what we do right here with you. Get up on this and push it. Push it real good. Hi, right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Okay, uh, next segment is uh, red wine, but uh, I'm just saying. All right. Thank Take you, Papa Didi. Merci beaucoup. Ima, to- Ima. <laughs> Tonight, I'm just saying, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Now, it's been a year since George Floyd's death at the hands of police in Minneapolis, yet Congress is still kicking around the idea of national police reform to prevent another tragic murder like that of George Floyd. And we've seen quite a few since that year has gone by. Now, the main issue that Congress is fighting over is what they call qualified immunity. I don't know if you all have been keeping up on this one. Qualified immunity is really something that the courts invented that basically shields these cops from liability in cases where they say that a person's rights uh, that they've accused of violating were not clearly established at the time. Now, first of all, that doesn't even make sense, but that's the way they define qualified immunity that if the person's rights had not, if the person who's accusing them of being, if the person who's saying my rights have been violated, if it was not established clearly at the time, they're saying that they should be able to have this qualified immunity. So the way I see it, once you take away a person's right to be assumed innocent until proven guilty, you've already violated their rights. So all this talk about qualified immunity is just a bunch of bull. But I think it's just another way or another layer of bureaucracy to try to protect the cops so that pretty much anything they do and whoever they do it to, they get away with it. So I'm just saying, what are they afraid of? If you get rid of this qualified immunity, what are these cops really afraid of? Now, the Republicans have been fighting real hard claiming that without qualified immunity, there's the threat that uh, what they call ruinous personal liability on behalf of the cops, that it would have a chilling effect um, of legitimate policing. But it turns out that's just another Republican lie because the cops seldom, if ever, have to pay one dime in damages, even when the courts rule against them. So what is all this bull that these Republicans are talking about, uh, ruinous liability? They're talking about it's going to take money out of these cops' pockets if they're able to be sued or if they have to pay, you know, when the courts say you're wrong, you're guilty, you got to pay, like in a lawsuit. They're talking, the Republicans are claiming, oh, these cops are going to have all this financial liability and they'll be ruined. So you're worried about ruining the cops' financial status, but you're not worried about the people who are dying or being destroyed physically and emotionally at the hands of these cops. I am not concerned about what a cop might have to pay if he or she breaks the law. 
If you violate a person's rights and you break the law, I don't give a damn about what you have to pay as a result. So, again, I'm saying, what are you afraid of? You afraid you're going to get busted and treated like a criminal if you act like a criminal? Is that really what this is boiling down to? Because that's what it sounds like to me. All this qualified immunity. You want immunity, which basically means, like, what's his name, James Bond, you have a license to kill. That's what you want? Because that's what qualified immunity is giving them. It's giving them literally a license to kill. And they're getting away with it every day. And this crap needs to stop. Congress could put a stop to it, but they're too busy licking Trump's behind. They're too afraid that if I say something that Trump won't like, he's going to what? What? What do you think this old man's going to do? Do y'all know how old Trump is? Why are you so scared about what Trump's going to do all the way from down in Florida? I don't care how much money he has. Trump is an old, he's like an old tiger with no teeth. But they still acting like Trump's going to come up here and eat you alive. Bunch of daggone, I don't want to use that word, so I'll say a bunch of daggone kitties. That's what y'all act like. A bunch of kitty cats. I'm so tired of this crap. All this qualified immunity. You got a license to kill. Now you're scared you're going to lose that? Like I said, what are you scared of? All of this stuff, y'all go around, you kill our brothers, you kill our sisters, you you maim, you injure, you just bust somebody upside the head because you and your wife had a bad night. So you're going to take it out on my people. What kind of crap is that? If you're having a mental problem or you have an emotional problem or you just aren't cut out to be an officer, then you need to go find another job. But to take it out on people of color, this stuff has got to stop. And all this qualified immunity is allowing you to do it freely without any harm of penalty. So for all the brothers and sisters who've been abused for no reason at the hands of a racist or mentally messed up cop, if if we can get rid of this qualified immunity, then all of us will finally be able to get some kind of justice in this country. But only if Congress stops pandering to the Trump-loving, sick-minded Republicans. Congress needs to stand for what's right for a change. America deserves much better than what we've been getting, and if these cops weren't acting so dirty, they wouldn't be concerned, and they wouldn't have anything to be afraid about. Now, would they? This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, qualified immunity needs to go so that these cops can feel the same fear that the rest of us do when you hear that siren. And when you see those red and blue lights spinning behind you, let them feel it too. All right, Redwine. Damn. Going to a brand new home. Damn. I'm just saying, this crap is ridiculous. Yeah. How long are they going to run around like James Bond? You got qualified immunity to do whatever you want to do. Mm. Kill people, bust somebody upside the head. Mm. Wow. Strip searching people in the middle of the street I in public. That. I saw that. They they do anything they want to do. A couple of days ago, they pulled the guy Johnson right out. That guy, ridiculous. That guy was gay. Oh, they on the on that the cop kiss was alert? gay. He was gay. They on the kiss yeah, alert. Yeah, that cop. He was. Yeah, all of the all of the bad was, cops. That that white cop that strip searched that brother out there. He was he was literally gay, and he don't want to admit it, but he went right for the Johnson, mm-hmm. like it was crazy. nothing. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. 
Well, if you guys got any questions or comments and want to join the conversation, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press one. Press one to get in the queue. Woo! All right, we're going to take a quick break. Oh, man, oh, man. That thing <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that it was. Cool. That was a good one. So yeah, angry yeah. because they get away with it, and I'm tired of them getting away with it. Yes, yes. They've been getting tapped on the wrist and administrative leave. How you go out and kill somebody and then you just get a check to go home and sit on your butt? Yeah, we're going to get on that. Anyway, yeah, let's uh let's take a break. <laughs> we'll come back on the other side of the break. With, uh, we're coming back with Papa Didi and Living oh. for the City. Good boy. You got so I was looking over the Cocktail of the Week archives, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party and the Game Changer, and, of course, we have the last word. I like the revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. Woo-wee! I like that Crown Royal Flush with the Crown Royal Peach Stops and Cranberry Juice. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorites uh, was the, uh, wait a minute, what's it called? The Dutch Mule. Yeah, the Dutch Mule with the kettle orange vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. There are so many to choose from on the abajamaparty.com website. So check out the Cocktail of the Week archives to get the recipes. And you can find out how to make the Cocktail of the Week and sip along with us. Are there instructions there, too? Sure they are. Along with pictures of the drink, so you know exactly what it's supposed to look like. So what's that y'all got in your glass? This is a boomerang. Uh, well, I got a kinky read over here. And I got the ABS. Get the recipes at www.apajamaparty.com and click on Cocktail of the Week. Cheers! All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One, your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. I'm right. calmer now. I'm still pissed, but I'm calmer. Mm-mm. It's time for Papa Didi mm-hmm. and living for the city. All right. What's happening in the city, Papa Didi? Okay, now here's the deal. Like I said, we we uh <laughs> we go we go across different venues. Uh, we're on different you know podcasts. Whatever you pull up. What are we on now? Apple, oh, these Apple Radio, Apple Radio, iHeart Radio, iHeart. Um, you put in, I you know, put in pajama party, we pop up. SoundCloud. So there's no telling who's listening. Like my man, jo- uh, don't say George, um, Madison. Uh, George, uh, Joe Madison. Joe Madison said, "You never know who's listening to the pajama party, or how they're listening, whether it be online or on the phone or what have you." So I'm gonna say something that's very deep. I don't know what how old you are, but the Parliament Funkadelics had a song out a long time ago. It was called Gaining On You. <laughs> okay? Oh, and yeah. it was all about Chocolate City. Mm-hmm. Chocolate City, Washington, D.C. That's when Chocolate City was D.C. D.C. was Chocolate City. Lord have mercy. From the, from the ladies of the evening on 14th and you to everything in between. Everything that had to do with glorious D.C., and Parliament, they said, gaining on you, meaning they were gaining on you. And we have gained up on them. And it all happened when Barack became president. When Barack became president, it freaked white folks out. 
because it for a minute shut down for a minute what they were used to getting every day. And, and Trump showed us that when you're the president, you got all the power. And when Barack had all the power, white folks didn't know what to do. They were stuck in time. They were stuck in time. They didn't know what to do. I mean, they were still doing, don't get me wrong, because they got that, that born privilege, like power windows in a goddamn car. You know what I mean? Power windows is power windows. They're going, you know, as long as they're working, it's cool. You can have the oldest fucking car in the world, but you got power windows in that motherfucker. You think you classic, you know. But anyway, so Barack kind of shut it down for, for eight years. Not four years, but eight years. And this is why Trump's pissed off, because he didn't do what Barack did. He just did four years. So before you look at white folks on the way they behave, look at what really catalysts, what, what holds the catalyst of their jealousy and their envy and what they're used to getting, what they're used to doing. And sometimes I think that why don't we do what they do? Why don't we just fuck around and do what they do? Like the brother, the black guy, the Republican senator, what's his name? Your boy, Redwine. Oh, you talking about Lindsey Graham? No, the black, the black senator. Oh, Tim Scott. Tim Scott. Let's do what Tim Scott do. Uh, he walks a fine line because, you know, he he's a brown-skinned brother. So he know his shit ain't really, he ain't free. You ain't no yellow motherfucker and you ain't no half-breed. You a genuine black, brown-skinned brother, so you know that they can snap on your ass at any time. You sleeping in their barracks. Okay, so Tim Scott... As always, just like the lady today whose son was killed during the insurrection, uh, and she went to speak to Congress, and they just kind of played her off like it was nothing. And in the um, Capitol Police, the girlfriend said, you know, I knew it. They were acting like they were interested, but they weren't interested. But they're not interested because they don't want you, like Parliament Funkadella said, gaining on you. Mm. They don't want you to gain on them. Because they're used to doing what they're doing. They're living in their neighborhoods. They got all the perks of life. They got the credit. They got the bank. They got the, the, the um, what do you call that in the neighborhood? They got the property value. Mm-hmm. The most beautiful thing in the world is that you can live in a neighborhood where every house in that neighborhood is worth 600000 on paper. And every bank thinks and knows that that house is worth $600 on paper. So if you pay your loan down to $200,000, you can fuck around and borrow 400000 more on that bitch. And that's what they won't, don't want to stop. They want the privilege of being large and in charge and staying in debt because they're all in debt up to their fucking eyeballs. That's why you see them shoot the hell out of themselves when the shit hit the fan. They get all messed up and they get divorced and crazy, you know. You had a killing today over in... Uh, San Jose, California, where a railroad guy, light rail, railroad guy went up there. He was crazy as hell. They knew he was crazy. Mm-hmm. Worked for 20 years. Man was making over $100,000 a year, but he just had hate all up in him. You know, went there and killed a bunch of people today. Mm-hmm. People on the, on the news today, heartbroken. Heartbroken completely. That was sad. I mean, anytime your loved one goes to work and don't come home at night because somebody blew him away during the day, that's just crazy. That's just crazy. But all that's connected to all the other craziness. You know, how do you think? I mean, I just don't. 
I, when it comes to white folks, I just don't understand. And and I'm not even going to try to understand because it's just so interesting where you're so scared, you're so timid, you got to feel like you got to be the opposite, but they're so easy manipulated because why, what happens if we all jump on their side? What if we start thinking and talking like the Republicans do? You know what I'm saying? What if we start thinking and talking and doing what they do? Can they handle that? They'd be like, oh, no, y'all can't think like we do. They got to switch up. The girl, what's her name, Marjorie Green? Oh, my God. She's not that crazy. I'm telling you. <laughs> She's not that crazy. She's only being crazy because we're gaining on her. Wow. When somebody's gaining on you, what do you got to do? You got to flip the script. You got to change up and do something different because people are gaining on you. They're biting on her tail. So, oh, shit, I got to do something different. Mm-hmm. And the other guy, Getz, what's his name, Getz? Yeah, Get- Matthew Getz. This man's buying pussy. He's talking all this stuff, but he's buying pussy. Are you serious? Ooh. You was raised up in, in, what do you call that place up there in Florida? Uh, West Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. You raised in West Palm Beach. and your, They even used his house for a movie. Remember they used his house for some kind of movie? They came out. Oh yeah, they did. Right. That movie. It, so y'all been making money off of Hollywood and everything, and your son gets who became a congressman. This man can't even get pussy on his own. He's got to chase young sixteen, seventeen year old girls and pay another guy to. Damn, have you been jacking your Johnson that long? I mean, it's amazing how. He, and then him and old girl Green is it? What's her name? Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Green. She they go they go on on. On parade together. Mm-hmm. They're both speaking at the same conference. Nobody else is speaking because they're all saying, let them two crazy motherfuckers do all the talking. <laughs> so they're talking. Trump is in Mar-a-Lago looking at him. All the Republicans looking at him. And Marjorie Green and Getz, he's up on messing around with young girls. She's crazy as a fucking bed bug. Mm-hmm. And they're the face of the Republican Party because none of them else, oh. they, none of the rest of them want to get out there and talk like that. Mm. Yeah. So they're just, oh, yeah, we're yeah, green, gets, green, gets. They wouldn't bite them motherfuckers to a barbecue. Probably Republicans not. wouldn't bite neither one of them to their barbecue. They wouldn't, believe me. Oh, and it's so Lord. sad how we sit back and watch this. But the one thing I'm going to say, I'm going to say this as I close. These people are not as crazy as you think they are. They have to flip the script to keep you away from them. They talk all the QAnon stuff because... They're illegal as hell, but they're trying to keep you from catching up with them because they're not that smart. So the closer you get, the crazier they act. You know what I mean? If I want to bullshit you, I just start acting crazy. If all of a sudden just start going, people wouldn't come near me, would they? No. That's what they're doing. They're acting crazy to keep you away because you're like Paul and Funkadelics. You're gaining on them. Mm. You have more children. You're doing just as much as they're doing. Barack was in there for eight years. Trump was only in there for four years. I mean, come on. Black people now are getting jobs as chief of police, mayors, governors, and everything, and they're scared as hell because they're losing what they used to have, the banks in their back pocket, the neighborhood in their back pocket, property value in their back pocket. They were some spoiled motherfuckers, and they don't want to lose the spoiledness that they've been privy to for 400 years years. That's why white folks are tripping right now, because they're scared as hell, because we're gaining on them. Mm. I'm going to leave it there. Woo. That's what it's about. Papa Didi they ain't crazy. They're not crazy. They're only acting crazy because we're gaining on their ass. Mm. Anyway.
I'm telling you. Ooh, me. Woo. Okay, Papa. That was a good one. Well, that would explain a whole lot. They ain't crazy. They have civilized people. I still people. think she's crazy, though. Well, she's a crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys got any questions or comments what Papa was talking about or just want to join into the conversation, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. And press 1 to get the cue. All right. We're going to take a little CC. All right. We'll do that. Whew. Coming back with Cattle in the Hollywood wrap-up. Going to give us the entertainment lowdown. All right. Show. This is the Pajama Party coming to you live. What's on your mind? Call us on 914-803-4306. Got an opinion or just want to say hello to the crew? Hello! You know what to do. Call 914-803-4306. If you just want to listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the banner in the upper right corner. But if you want to talk to the crew, you need to call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We'll get to your call as soon as possible. It's nothing but fun and a pillow fight every Friday night at the pajama party. And remember, PJs only, no clothes allowed. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Bartender, another round for the house. Thank you, darling. Hey, Chris. All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm your host, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Oh, swa, darling. Mm. All right, it's time for the Hollywood wrap-up with right. Kettle. Come on, Papa. We're taking it Hollywood. All right, go for it, Kettle. Well, I I'm two shades in the wind, but it's all good. All right. It's Friday night, shit. This is what we do at the pajama party. What you got for me? My girl, my girl, and her black and green ensemble one piece, Mary J. Blythe, was honored by the Apollo Theater on Friday, which is today. The icon was inducted into the Walk of Fame, joining past inductees like Aretha Franklin, Fanny LaBelle, Ella Fitzgerald, and Smokey Robinson. Um, the Apollo producer Camilla Forbes said Miss Blige is more than the queen of hip-hop. She is a multi-talented artist who has paved the way for many of the artists we see today. All right, now. Um, Mary G. Blige, she comments, she says, none of this is possible without the fans. Makes sense. I'm our number one fan. So thank you all to the fans. Uh, my very first time performing here at the Apollo was um, not on stage as myself. I was on stage singing background for Jeff Reed, and from there on, it, it was history as Mary J. Blige. So, oh. Oh, that's interesting. Didn't know that. Um, she appeared in Showtime as Apollo in 1992, reappearing in series of 95 and, and, and 2001. She returned to the theater in 2002 for a solo concert of her own. Sounds like my girl. That's my girl, Mary J. Blige. Um, if you guys did, um, did watch The Voice, Cam Anthony. He was the winner of The Voice. This is the 20th season of The Voice. And um, he also sang for the uh, president, President Obama. Um, On Tuesday's second part of the season 20 finale, Cam, of um, Team Blake. Blake is rocking and rolling. This is his eighth time winning. He was crowned the champion after a lively um, show featuring guest appearances by Gwen Stefani, which is Blake's girlfriend. 
a fiance, should I say? Um, Justin Bieber, Thomas Fett, Snoop Dogg. Hey, he was, he was one of the um, coaches. Uh, Maroon Five. Uh, so they had a pretty good lineup. So the guy Cam Anthony, you guys have to check him out. He's um. I saw some of his performances. He's very talented. Very talented. Yes. I he love is. his voice and I love his afro. Right, and just the way they dressed him on on the um the um, the voice was pretty cool. So like I said, yeah, the brother's got talent. You he, said he's twenty. Uh, I think he's twenty one. Oh, okay. But he's still a young cat, so check him out. Also on um the mass singer. Uh, the Piglet won. I was very surprised about that. Um, the season five winner underneath the swine costume was revealed as iconic singer Nick Lachey, famous really for in the '90s band 98 Degrees. Um, well, Lachey is almost 50 years old. He's 47. Um, Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey. He He's was the Piglet. Yeah, he was. He was, he was rocking yeah, and rolling. She's a billionaire now. Being there anyway. Oh, the one that said chicken of the sea? Was he married to her? The one that did the Daisy Duke joint. Yeah. That's the one who said oh. that the tuna. Yeah. Something about it? tuna being. Yeah, they act They act like she was dumb. Yeah, they tried to act like she was really dumb. Yeah, she's a fucking damn near billionaire. I actually <laughs> thought the swan was going to win. Um, but the swan, I wasn't familiar with who the swan was. He was. I don't know, but uh, but it was Nick Lachey, so that was interesting. I was shocked when Donnie Wahlberg was revealed on there. Yeah. And Jenny McCarthy was so shocked. She had no idea that that well, was her husband. They had disguised his voice. Yeah. So um, he wasn't really a contestant. He was just kind of on the sidelines. He was kind of announcing things. But, yeah, that was interesting. I mean, you know, you don't know if she knew about it or didn't. I mean, she well, seemed she shocked. Did, I mean, yeah. She she played along like Johnny. Yeah. 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 Like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, emerging from a long pause, the return of the Kennedy Center honors is the breath of fresh air for sure. In the six months since it was postponed because of the pandemic, the 43rd annual Kennedy Center honors um, evoked from wishful thinking to a beacon of hope for the community. And uh, the uh, inductees were Debbie Allen, choreographer, um, violinist uh, Midori, actor Dick Van Dyke. He's 95. He's, oh, he's still rocking and rolling. Looks good. I'm glad he they finally I'm, got him. He said, I'm just glad to be here. He said, I'm glad to get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, the uh, country singer, Garth Brooks. So mm. they were among the inductees. So, um uh, the and honors, Patricia, uh, what's her name, husband? Right, Nearwood. Nearwood, yeah. The honors is being taped in segments over five days, including three presented um, before a small, socially distant audience. So um, it should be interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's, this is long overdue for Debbie Allen. She should have been got her. Yes. Yeah, but... Uh, I love her. Yeah. Also, like we were talking about, uh, how were you... Um, Felicia Rashad, she's um, one of the deans up there at Howard U. So, I mean, it comes kind of full circle. Um, my boyfriend, Guy Ferrari, he snags an $80 million deal that renews his two shows. 
Um, this deal is for three years. The two shows are my my favorite. I can watch that all day, all night. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Mm. And also, guys, um, grocery games. Um, those two shows, um, uh, he, he got the $80 million contract. He said him and his wife, they're going to go buy a house down in Florida now. He said, I got the money. Florida? In Florida. I mean, he has houses different places. He has a whole ranch and all that, so, yeah. you know. Um, didn't I know this? The um, diners, drivers, and dives started in 2007, 33 seasons. What? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's uh, big. It's a, I knew he'd been doing it for a while, a but time. I didn't know it was that long. It's a big deal. Yes, it is. <sighs> yep, they can play it till the cows come yeah, in. Yeah, they yep. can do reruns forever. Yeah, I like his grocery games when he tricks people with that three, two, one go. I know because they they are confused every time. He does trick them. Um, <laughs> and last but not least, the new superhero movies. If you're not into Marvels, well, they got a whole conglomerate of new movies coming out in 2022 and 2023. Oh boy! So um, any of them black? Uh, ah. Probably Wakanda Forever. I know that's coming out in 2022. Um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, July 8th, 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. um, That's not black. May 6th, uh, (laughs) The Batman. I I mean, how many times are they going to do The Batman? That comes out in March 
so obviously. Mm-hmm. Come on now. All them beautiful black people you hired, and you act like you're just going to step on them so you can grab a $50 bill from because I, I don't know. I, I want to stand behind a white person in there in line see if their $50 bill is checked. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be a nice test. Let me just stop, man. It's just getting ugly. They, they See, they're turning me into bullshit because they're bullshit. Okay, well, we got Walmart on the list as well. That's my people watching now. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, but they're on the list. Okay. Along with Amazon. Oh, okay. For taking so much of uh, their vendors' profits. Yeah, they do. To line their own pockets. Yeah. And Walmart, for that situation you were talking about in, what was that, South Carolina, Kevin? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, South Carolina. Niggas, yeah. all niggas. Niggas, <laughs> all niggas. Yeah, and Walmart had that uh, crazy email that went out that said, Welcome all to Walmart, niggas. niggas. All niggas. So, y'all on the kissing list. Mm-hmm. All niggas. Also, I've got Carl Stewart. That was the criminal in the U.K. who confessed to everything after they told him his fingerprints were on a piece of cheese that they got from a picture. I'm like, wow. You fell for that? Yeah, he's stupid. You fell for that. Uh, all the bad cops out here, y'all are on the kiss it list. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, we got Marjorie Taylor Greene. Your girl. You're on the kiss it list. And uh, uh, what's his name? Matthew Gates. You're oh. on the kiss it list. Lindsey yeah. Graham and uh, what's his name? Chuck, uh, not Chuck. Uh, what's his name? Lindsey Graham and uh, uh main dude. Yeah, what's the old man? I can't think of his name. The leader of the Republicans. Yeah, you're on the kiss list. With the mechanical mouth? Yeah. Also, <laughs> we got Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the Texas Republican Senate for that crazy uh, gun law. Basically, it's just open field on everybody. You want a gun? Go get you one. Go get you one. We're not going to do background checks. You ain't got We're no not record. checking anything. If you're over 18... Go and get you one. And black folks go get your gun. Perfect yeah, opportunity. Yeah, they better go in and wake up. Perfect opportunity. Go get your yeah, gun. Yeah, that's frightening. They got all that going they on. They want to open up the pearly gates, and damn it, black folks, get off your ass and arm yourself. Because white yeah, folks you better get it while you can. They're going to get 10,000 of them. That's what I'm saying. And they're going to send everybody 18 or above or 21 or above. They Right. Baby's mama. I just feel like y'all are opening Pandora's box that you will never be able well, to. Well, then all the half-ass illegal black folks can get your ass up here and, and get one. That's what they decided. If I was to in do. Texas, I sure get me one. You gonna drop all the background checks and everything? Hmm. I mean, at this point, it's almost like if you don't have a gun, you're in danger. Right. That's in Texas, funny. anyway. I am. I'm not going to Texas. Anybody I know in Texas got to visit me. Oh, I'm concerned. I know some folks that are near and dear to me in Texas. Yeah, well, get your ass on a plane, come visit my ass. Yeah, I think I want to Because your town got too many damn guns. Well, let me call out these other ones. I have, um, this actually was last week, but I didn't get to add her to the kiss it list last week. This crazy woman, white woman, who decided to climb into the monkey pit. Oh, yeah. Did y'all see that last week? No. At the zoo. I forgot what I city it was in. This idiot really? woman climbed into the monkey pit because she wanted to feed these monkeys some Cheetos, even though you're not supposed to give the animals stuff like that. And these are wild animals. You know, those monkeys, if they swipe at your face, can rip your face off. But this dumb bunny, she decides she's going to climb down in there. Anyway, I'm putting that dummy. And she ended up losing her job at the law firm. Yeah, law firm firm fired her, yeah. 
I guess they said you are too stupid to work with our company. Else. You're out. Um, also, I've got the um, Republicans that are holding on to qualified immunity. Y'all keep wanting to hold on to that and let these cops have qualified immunity. You're giving them the James Bond license to kill. Michelle you know, Obama. All of y'all her. are on the kiss. You're not putting Michelle Obama Michelle on the kiss. Michelle Obama's on the kiss. No. Why, wait a minute. What's up with this? Michelle Obama today. I don't care what she did. She is never on the what she did is what she said. What did she do? She hey. was on Old Girl Show. Who's the girl that says whatever makes you stronger? Her name? Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. She was on Kelly Clarkson's show and said, I can't wait to get out. I'm tired of my husband. Well, now, she was just making well, a joke. All right, so it's a joke. First of all, how many women would have the opportunity to jump on Barack? Okay, come on now. You're not what about women? What about the president of Scotland, that female? Remember they was at that summit and she sat next to Barack? Mm. Michelle lost her motherfucking mind. Remember that? Well, come that, on, that come was, on, that was an isolated rewind. What, what would happen with that? That was different. Can you talk about what happened, please? <laughs> I, I don't recall. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Anyway, the president of Scotland, it was, a, it was a pretty female, was sitting next to Barack. They were making eyes. They were rubbing each other's leg and all that. Oh, they jazz. weren't doing all that. Anyway, Michelle lost her damn mind, didn't she? You, you saw you the blackness come out. You, you saw the south side of Chicago that? come out what of her black doing? ass. She was just look, get, looking over there. The woman put her hand on Barack's hand Ooh. or arm or something like that, and mm. Michelle just looked over there, About and people around. made a whole lot no, out of it. No, she looked over there like, anyway, I got laser eyes, and I'll burn your chest anyway, out. Anyway, first lady for life is not on the kiss list. She's on the kiss list because she said, no. oh, I'm ready to get out. I'm tired of seeing I'm tired of being with my husband. You know how many women would go well, after I, that train of Can I add Barack? these last two groups? You know how many women chasing after Barack? Diddy, can I add these Barack last two ain't got groups? no problem getting no trim. Let me just say that. Go ahead. Let me just add go all ahead. of the senators who didn't show up for today's vote. Yeah, didn't even show June, up. On the January 6th commission regarding that whole invasion, insurrection, insurrection on the June, didn't January 6th. Didn't even show up 6th. to vote. Didn't they even, didn't show, even up. show up. And some of them were Democrats. Right. At first, I thought it had to be all Republicans. That's because they live a good life. It was two life. Democrats. They don't do and shit. And I guess it was, what, 11 of them all together? They so don't That would do have been shit. nine Republicans they live like they... and two Democrats. Shame on all of you. You are too much of a sorry-ass punk oh, Lord. to just at least vote. But you don't even want to cast your vote. You want to be able to stand back and go, well, I didn't even vote they got on it made. that. They got it made. Just vote. Either you for it or against it, but be adult enough to just cast your vote. But you don't even show up? Mm. Sorry, punk. So all of them, those 11 folks, you're on the list. Mm. And then, of course, the people that have been acting a fool on airplanes over this whole mask situation. My people. You better, I mean, I heard one of the flight attendants... (laughs) Lost two teeth. I know the white yeah, white fighting, lady. White lady. Fighting somebody on no, the a bus. white woman hit her and knocked her two teeth out. This is ridiculous. Because he told her to put a mask on, and she said, "No, no, a seatbelt." Excuse me. She told her put a seatbelt on. She said, "I ain't putting a seatbelt on." They're ridiculous. They've lost their damn mind. They really have. They've lost their mind. And the airline said they're gonna start finding people like thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars. I'm like, I earlier, why they acting crazy? Cause like Paul and Funkadelic said. What they doing? Gaining on them. We're gaining on you. I'm just saying. Gaining on you. All right, that's everybody on my list. You got anybody else, Kelly? Nope. You guys covered everybody. I'm Michelle trying to Obama. get them all. 
No, not Michelle Obama. We have something especially for everybody on this week's Hot Juicy Kiss It List, and here it is. Get your popcorn and your hot dogs and let's head to the movies. It's time for Kettle's Kiss My Empire Ass. my All right, welcome back to the John Party. One your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. Ooh, it's time for the last word. Last We're word. Wrap it up. Like I said earlier, um, you know, we are gaining on white folks in every aspect of life, and they're scared as hell because they're rebellious ass, ain't got nowhere to run. Like they was running all up in the Capitol, like they were doing something in particular. What? When you got in the Capitol, did you feel for a minute like saying, what the fuck am I doing in here? What, what, why am I in here doing anything? What, what are you going to do in the Capitol? What, you know what I mean? It's like, really? You're trying to turn it into some type of venue, some type of entertainment venue? Give me a break. That was, that was just sad. Then for people to die and, you know, then old girl got shot. I mean, come on. Every time you go somewhere, one of your own people get killed. You know, Charlottesville. There, I mean, come on, you're not winning. Shit's just breaking even. So anyway, that's all I gotta say. Be safe. You know, wear your mask. Take care of yourself. Get shots. You gotta say about that. My last word is qualified immunity is a crock of crap. The police need to own up to the stuff that they do. If they break the law, if you violate people's rights. You need to own up to it and face the consequences. All this qualified immunity stuff where you walking around with a license to kill is bull. And Congress needs to stand up and do the right thing, strike that down, get rid of it. Cops, I don't know what you're acting so well. I do know why you're scared. You're scared because you don't want to lose your license to kill. Get on you. That thing needs to go. That's my last word, qualified immunity. Hmm. Well, we talked a lot about uh, everything tonight. Um, but what really got me was this um, um, Lewis Law um, with the USC. How they're going to monitor these police officers and things. I hope that that actually goes through, and I hope that you know that they keep up with it. I believe it needs to be privately owned, like you were saying earlier, Red Wine, because. If it gets into the wrong hands, they're just going to misdrew it and put things, you know, what they want us to see and hear. Yeah, um, whitewash it. Right. So, like Papa always say, you know, listen with the third eye. Always, you know, my thing is we got to do our homework. Research, research, research. 
Don't believe everything that you hear out here. Um, go back and research it and, um, you know, go from there. Also, I want us to be careful out here. Um, there's a lot of um, mandates as far as the masks and stuff are concerned have been lifted um, in the DMV area. But um, hopefully we won't see any fights or anything like that this weekend because of some damn silly-ass masks, you know. Yeah. If it says you're required to wear wear it, you know, certain uh, places, like they said, um, hospitals and other places um, may still have that mandate in, yeah. in place. You have to abide by it, you know. So. And last I heard, public transportation, you still need to wear your mask. I agree. So if you're on a bus, train, boat, plane, but these, whatever. These people that are driving, they are scared to enforce it because they don't know what these people are going to do. You know, people are here crazy. Yeah. I, I believe they really, uh, I've heard before that they're pumping something in this air, and I'm starting to believe it because... <laughs> People just acting crazy, irrational, just crazy stuff, you know. Um, also, one last note: um, the 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 um, head guy, that's the cop, um, chief of police, mm-hmm. um, and Mayor Bowser. You guys need to do something about this violence. What's going on in D.C. Because I live in D.C. and I'm just sick and tired of of seeing every day that I wake up. Somebody of color or somebody, period, is just getting shot. Don't wait till somebody white or live in Logan Circle is, you know, have been shot up or something like that. Don't, um, you know, don't decide to do something at that particular time. You know, we have people getting shot and killed every day in, in, in unfortunately, the southeast area. It's time to take action. It's just time for us to do something now. So, you know. Um, let, let, let's give it a program. Do something. I second that. Yeah. And it shouldn't take somebody so-called important getting shot before all of a sudden now they figure out what to do. Right. They just want to just kill us all. That's all they want to do is just kill us all and then let the whites take over the, um, you know, the property and everything. It's, it, right. It just pisses me off. It's just crazy, so. That's my last word. Yeah, but, you know, that's usually what they do. Right. A congressional person or somebody like that gets shot. Right. Then all of a sudden they got a way of figuring out what to do to fix it. Right. So, because his thing was, um, you know, we're not going to tolerate it. People been getting shot and killed for the last couple of, uh, a month or so, and now all of a sudden you said we're not going to tolerate it? Come yeah. on now. Yeah. And that's just some bullshit. I'm sorry. It's just... This is I'm off. like, so what did that mean? You put your hands on your hips? Yeah. We're not going to tolerate this. Right. Oh, that fixed it. I, w- I, w- I wanted to go through the damn um, TV, but uh, mm. yeah, that's my last. Let them be quiet. All right. Yo, well, so we want to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight, and we appreciate that. Um, hey, spread the word. Let everybody know about the Pajama Party Show. We'll be here again next Friday night. We're going to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. This is last last show of March, I mean May, uh, we'll have a brand new uh, set of uh, episodes for next month. And uh, remember, you can catch us on various podcasts, mm-hmm. such as, what, Stitchers, uh, Chromecast, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Deezer, um, and abajamaparty.com. Right. If so you wherever did, you get yeah. your podcast, more right. than likely, we're right. there, too. If can you we go out with this? Yeah, if you if you miss us tonight, then you can listen to us on uh, the abajamaparty.com 
uh, or wherever you listen to your podcast at. So thanks for listening. So. All right. What you got, Papa D? Who was this, Papa? The listeners don't know. Who was this? Hey, uh, we didn't get our 40 acres in a uh, mule. This is Chocolate City. This song was dedicated yeah. to Washington, D.C. years ago. And it talked about how black people were gaining on them. And this is what's happening now in reality because you got different people getting promoted to all kind of stuff. And that is pissing my people off. Holler and fuck a dog. It's called Chocolate City. Back when D.C. was chocolate. Now it's, I don't know what the hell it is now. Anyway, we're going to uh, wrap it up in a minute. All right, you going to say goodnight? I'm going to say goodnight, for sure. All right. I'm going to say goodnight, Kevin. Goodnight. Thanks for listening. All right, this is Ray Vaughn saying bonsoir. Goodnight. Arrivederci. Until next Friday night. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, arrivederci, sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Oh, close the light.